0: Hello everyone, welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece and give it our super scientific rating. <laughs> um patent pending jerks. Uh, but before we get into it, Julie, what do you have any recommendations?
1: I I do. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> still getting over the covid um so i i don't know how how the algorithm got me to this place in my instagram reels but i'm i'm currently in a place where it is giving me recommendations for like home hacks okay of like ways to organize your home ways to like save money and like not waste food nice and it's blowing my mind, like all the things that I could have been doing to clean my shower at home um, and all the ways that I could be like, oh, man, like there's one today that was like um, freeze your garlic, like, um, you know, mince it up in the food processor or, or by hand or whatever and then freeze it. And then you could just pull it out as you need it rather than mm-hmm. like letting it go bad in the fridge or whatever. But on top of that, it was like, don't have an ice cube tray, no problem. And it literally had a technique where you just put it in a bag, flatten it and then like put indentions in the bag before you freeze it and then crack it open and shake the bag and they're already pre-portioned. I feel like a whole world has been opened up to me that's very targeted.
0: <laughs> they found you, Julie, you found your people. Um, I I will say, this is why I think you sh- you need to be on TikTok more or not be on it at all because TikTok's algorithm it works it mm. finds you and it just like throws stuff at you. Um, my recommendation is, uh, the show Watch Out for the Big Girls on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's a reality TV show uh, where Lizzo is trying to find um her uh dancers for her tour and the premise is that you know she wants plus size dancers and that agencies don't have them so she holds auditions and it's a reality show with competitions uh, to get to her um bonnaroo show and then maybe on her tour oh
1: and what is this on what is this uh,
0: amazon prime so you don't have to rent it julie
1: it is <laughs> streaming for you thank you yeah that sounds great
0: yeah and it's like eight episodes of like feel goodness um so highly recommend um so today so we're in sports month it's our last movie of sports month unless i did calculations on how many thursdays are in a month which i've done sometimes um but i believe this is our last one um we'll see uh but we are talking about uh the 2005 movie cinderella man this is my pick and i'm going to go to the googs for a summary the Googs. <laughs> uh, during the great depression Xboxer boxer james j braddock played by russell crow works as a day laborer until his former manager joe gold played by Paul Giamatti, offers him a one-time shot against a rising young contender. After he wins, with a, wins a shocking upset, uh, Braddock goes back into the ring full-time against the wishes of his frightened wife, May Renee Zellweger. Uh, dubbed the Cinderella Man for his rags to which his story, Braddock sets his sights on defend, um, the defending champion, the fearsome Max Bear. So,
1: straight to the goobs
0: straight to the goobs um why did i go straight to the goobs is because i am gonna be honest i didn't like this movie yes it was my Mm. pick yes i had a hard time because i don't watch sports movies that's not saying sports movies are bad it just doesn't like vampire (sighs) movies are bad and they're my favorite
1: Uh (laughs) you know what i i love that though because if we only pick movies that we are familiar with and that we know and that we love like what is their to, to talk, talk about, about other than how amazing Brendan Fraser is.
0: Yes, which like done, done all skews. day,
1: every day. But uh,
0: but yeah, and so I even when it came to like, what's the summary? And I was like, I don't know. Straight to the Googs. Um Because <laughs> I yeah, we talked we talked about it in our last episode. I was having a hard time because there's a lot of like, either white saviorism in um sports movies or they're just really long or they're too sports oriented or like so I just um so I was like I know I know I can talk about Paul Giamatti Russell Crowe and Renee Zellweger for a long time if nothing fails if it Mm -hmm, all fails mm -hmm. so um so yeah so I picked this one I did not like it and we alluded to some reasons in our last episode um but how did you feel about it Julie?
1: Oh, I did not like this movie. Okay, no. cool. It, I wasn't, I, and and like to be clear, it wasn't like that one movie where I was like, "I am so mad at you for this movie," um, <laughs> because I know that there are people out there that like this movie, and uh-huh. like, great, I'm not the target audience. Like this, yeah. this is like this is um this is Ron Howard. I mean, uh-huh. this is his thing. Like, it, my dad loves Apollo 13. I bet my dad loves this movie. Yeah, and Ooh. that is fine.
0: Yeah. It was first off i felt like an hour too long
1: yes <laughs> like i was
0: like oh are we still talking about this again um and then i'm gonna keep comparing it to 42 which listeners if you haven't listened to the episode i highly recommend uh listening to it before you listen to this one um unlike 42 which i thought did such a good job and we talked about it like the why behind why all characters were there mm-hmm. I characters would be like I should just leave you or how dare you and I was like why aren't you why like what why why are you still here why why does anyone care like I just and and I think it's because the narrative was I I don't it was very much about like I'm also not a man who deals with like, I felt like the narrative was very much like a man has to protect his family, no matter what, even if it kills him. And I was like, that's not how you provide
1: for a family. And I know it was a different time. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so many thoughts. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll start at the beginning. Okay.
0: Um, very good place to start
1: the beginning of the movie we see them it is the 20s you know by her beautiful dress and they have like they have money and a lovely house and they're in love and she's like did you win it was the girl and laura i was folding laundry while i did this and i stepped away for a mere second to put the socks away
0: and the great depression
1: happened and i was like what just happened like i missed it and for like a solid five minutes i was like was that first part of dream sequence of like mm-hmm. how their life could have been like it took me a minute to realize the stock market has crashed and we are now dealing with this
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah there was a lot of like assumptions too like and not saying you need to spell everything out for your audience but it was a lot of like yeah you know you know where we are audience and I was like uh I feel like you need to build this world a little bit and then they spent the rest of the movie not building the world but just
1: talking about it it was somehow a nostalgic take on the great depression for me Mm -hmm. not like I was nostalgic for the great depression but it just felt like I I use this um, description to describe the secondary characters when we were talking about 42. Not the secondary characters of 42, the secondary characters of this film. But everything just felt like very broad brushstrokes. So it was like romanticized, even though it was sad. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and the... uh, Maybe I'm just too feminist for this, but like the amount uh Reese Witherspoon actually has that great um when she realized that she wanted to start a production company where she um talked about how in script she hated when women would say the phrase what are we gonna do Mm -hmm. and because she's like I've never heard a woman say that in real life like women are like and that's all Renee Zellwerger did in this movie yeah yeah like what do we get well we had to do that no whatever you said and I was just I and this is nothing against Renee Zellweger I truly honestly love her it was just the and the and this is just a lot of movies of the two like this the mid-2000s era of because like you compare her performance in this to the performance which is like two years before in Cold Mountain which is also a very long mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. drama but like so good um yeah but the yeah it's just the like what are we gonna do what's happening and not only is she there's like three women that say that in this movie
1: <laughs> yes it is the the theme of the movie is what are we gonna do
0: yeah we're gonna listen to the men <laughs> and so Uh, and I just and and the one scene where Paul Giamatti she goes in to talk with them and then they've sold all their furniture and she's like well why did you do that he goes I just had this gut feeling I was like I would be and I'm the queen of gut feelings um but I like I would never just sell my furniture because I had a gut feeling on someone
1: (laughs) yeah so it would have been so much more powerful if it was like I sold it because I am also poor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I and, and like, like what what else do I have to lose but to put it into your husband? And like if we cause there is something when you're broke. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. Um <laughs> that like you're so financially fucked that like why not like what does it even matter? You know what I mean? And there's a lot of studies that show that like people who are almost in the black are like have can get pretty good spending habits but psychologically if you're pretty in the red your your spending habits don't really matter because no matter what you do and no matter how hard you try and how good you are you're not going to get out of it and that would have been so much more powerful if Paul Giamatti was like I had to and like I was fucked anyway so might as well give this a shot
1: Mm hmm. And I like this is the this is a moment where I remind us that this is based like this is this is a biopic. This is, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's real life here. However, mm-hmm. the the final um, I almost said the final boss. <laughs> this would be the longest
0: video game ever.
1: Oh, my gosh. The the final um, boxer that he fights, Max something bear bear max bear like they fully did not do that actual person that he fought justice Mm -hmm. like they made it out like he killed a man and was like a horrible horrible person um and everything i read in the googs (laughs) straight uh, to the googs can we please have merch that says straight to the googs um and it's just like it's just like a little picture of us at a computer um (laughs) like he he wasn't that yeah so so they were able like they did take liberties for dramatic effect um so but what's the
0: drama there like I think it would have been I think more impactful but this is also it was the mid-2000s and like our storytelling is different but Mm. wouldn't have been more impactful if it was like Look at this other boxer you're fighting. Who's in the exact fucking situation you're
1: in? You know?
0: Like, that's heartbreaking.
1: Which, like, a powerful moment in the movie for me was the milkman. Yes. When, like, she was trying to get milk for the kids, and he told her, if I give you the milk, they'll fire me. And then, like, basically, like, what will I do? Yeah. Um, I thought that was that was a strong moment for me that was early in the movie when i was like okay russell crowe you're doing great okay i'm invested mm-hmm. and then it was like we got to hour two and they were still in the <laughs> final fight and i was like how yeah. is this still happening oh god i agree with pete davidson about something
0: uh you sent that to it what what did pete davidson say about it
1: oh so <laughs> so pete davidson did a sketch on the snl did a sketch with pete davidson i don't know why we we like are like pete davidson this this but for every other snl sketch we're like snl did this um so there was a sketch on snl with pete davidson it was one of his like uh fake music video things Uh uh-huh um and it was about um long ass movies okay um so he he, it's a it's like a great music video about how movies should be like two hours and under
0: yes i agree
1: um no, short ass movies is what he wants. And somebody like calls out that like his movie is actually longer than two hours. <laughs> and he's uh, the, his biopic or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I needed, we needed all those minutes or something. Um, but in response, um, Netflix actually created like a short ass movies character, uh, ca- category.
0: Nice.
1: But I, I did, I was like, either. I don't think I need to see every minute of this fight. No. Or like, I,
0: yeah, nothing bothers me more. Well, I mean, things do, but in this conversation, nothing bothers me more than uh, us talking about the same thing five times. Like having different scenes talking about mm. the same emotions, thoughts, and circumstances. Um, and you see this a lot with like, right, right, like new writers. I guess like because they're like oh well we have to re-talk about it and re-talk about it and eventually the arc will be that it's resolved and it's like no if you put it out there you can have it resolve if your audience is with you an hour later not two hours later an hour later without bringing it up again
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. um not to be like remember audience when we were mad about this remember when the amount of times where she's like you broke your hand remember when you broke your hand remember it's like yes we all do the stakes are there you don't have to remind us um so yeah I will say the costuming was great mm-hmm. and I thought the costuming did a really good job of especially when they were poor but went to like rich places yes I thought that it, there were some really cool details that could tell that they were trying to look rich but this was all they had.
1: Mhm. Mhm. And I I mean Russell Crowe is really good in this movie. Mhm. Um I think that other people are good with what they have to work with. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's like a a phrase like a colloquialism where it's like you can't make a ba from a bubba but I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was just like, ah, where are you on the
0: here. where are you on the Paul Giamatti scale? Are you a lover? Are you a hater? People are very divisive about him, so I'm wondering.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh. They're like, I hate him.
0: People are like, he's the best.
1: Oh my gosh. I think I'm actually middle road. Like I, I like, I don't, I don't have strong feelings either way, other than like, are you getting the job done in this movie or not? Um, I do appreciate like, he's, he's a really like, he plays a lot of roles, like a lot of different types of roles. Um, so I, I definitely like appreciate him for that. And, um, what is the movie? He played one of the pres Adams. Did he play Adams? Yeah. Yeah. John Adams, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When John is- oh. Sorry, I just had a moment of like, we should have a President's Day theme and like do movies about presidents. Um, but then I'm like, oh, that's a lot of long movies. It's
0: a lot of long movies. It's a lot of assassinations. Because <laughs> either like it's Washington or all the
1: assassination
0: movies. <laughs> um <laughs> i john adams the this is i'm going to get very historically nerdy but one of my biggest pet peeves of george washington like actors is that there are like if people and this is not including Hamilton because Hamilton's a musical etc and so forth but when we see George Washington portrayed in plays and in movies is that he's given like this very bombastic like really beautiful speaking voice and he's very eloquent mm-hmm. and it is written in several historic if not hundreds of historical documents that George Washington had a high-pitched squeaky slight stutter voice he did did not command a room and john adams that uh miniseries is the only thing i've ever seen where they portray that on screen
1: oh interesting
0: yeah highly recommend so um like that scene in particular it's very it's fascinating um i think i i like i'm i'm pretty middle road but i think i'm like if i was going to give him a scale of like one revolutionary war had to 10 um i'd give paul Giamatti like an 8 because i think he's actually a great team player like i always feel like he does support his like he i don't know he seems like a really good scene partner
1: mhm yeah oh yeah yeah um w- <laughs> here here's the moment i just had when you were like um if i were to give this a rating i was like wait, wait, what <laughs> what what <laughs> Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti.
0: So, are you ready to give Cinderella Man a rating? I mean, yeah. All right. A one out of 10. (laughs) I see, this is how much I did not like the movie. I can't think of something clever. Um, Um, uh, uh, Right right. hooks. Yeah, one out
1: of 10 right hooks. What would you give it? Thank you, Julie, for the assist. Ah oh, man, here we go. Um okay, I would give it a 4. I think that there were uh strong performances. Um there were uh costuming. I appreciate mm. the costuming. Um and I don't want to like be like this is a shit movie. My dad would love it. So, I'd say this is a movie that I did not love but there is a space for other people to love it. I don't know why I'm like, maybe it's because the movie was so sentimental. I'm like, I don't want to be a mean person today. Yeah,
0: I would give it a three. Um, yeah, all of that. I think there are strong performances. I think I, but this is like, it's our scale. And like, for me, I, I, will, I will never watch this movie again. Um, not even for like a ha ha ha, like because at least American Haunting, you could put it on during a Halloween party.
1: Oh, hard disagree and like drink, but anyway, no, No. um, never want to watch that movie again.
0: But I will never watch this movie again. I think the costuming was great. I think every, I think the production team was great. I just, the writing and the editing was slow. So, yeah. So, Julie, what do you have to look forward to?
1: um oh my gosh okay to be fair i like had prepared myself for this and i have forgotten my what am i looking forward to um so i'm going to flip it a little bit um a there's someone on my buy nothing group that Uh like weekly gives away plants (gasps) they tis the dream mm -hmm. um and it's always like native pollinators um, she just has a gorgeous yard. I have picked up many, many things from her. Um, and she has a gorgeous yard. And so last week, I got like four plants from her. Ooh. Um, I got jasmine. I got um milkweed, which Ooh. is like a shrub that has pretty purple flowers. Um, and milkweed. then I, I had something else that has fire in the name, maybe. Okay. Um and so i'm just i'm really excited because i when we first moved in our yard had like that sawgrass and it was like very beach themed Mm -hmm. um and we've been like transitioning it out and i just with these plants i've started on the other side of the area Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna get like a little not a trellis um not a pergola maybe a trellis like an arch but not curved for the jasmine to climb Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just excited to like one one more step into turning my yard into a yard I will never leave and I will disappear and just live off the land.
0: Yes, um, I'm, my looking forward to is very similar because once I get back from uh, Indiana, I'm going to, I have like two weeks before I go to Ireland um, mm. and I, I'm going to spend a lot of that time just getting my yard set up. So when I come back from Ireland, I can, excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> when I come back from Ireland, I can like plant things and like start to really, gro- like, I'm gonna make sure everything is like groomed. And then when I come back, I can start to really um, add things into it. So I'm excited.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Yes. All right. So, listeners, thanks for listening. If you want to <laughs> go straight to the Googs and Googs try to network. Oh, Jen, I'm just. <laughs> Here we are. And buy (laughs) our merch, rate, review, subscribe. It's all in the googs. googs. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.